Alright. What was that? I'm trying to, I'm trying to get comfortable. Oh! Did we switch chairs by any chance? What? I don't know. No. No, because my chair is usually a beast. Well, this and is... And you have a go. This is still my chair. Oh, is it? Yeah. Is there anything here? There you go. <laughs> it still works. Still works to your standards. Yeah. No, it's just, to be honest, it's weird to be sitting on the other side. Like... You're I'm, on the same I'm side. Oh, you're leaning, leaning, leaning on this side. Now I'm leaning on this side. Now you're leaning left again. Yeah. We went through your phases. We're opening the world up to the other half of our face. Oh, dear. <laughs> yeah. And just there's nothing here. Yeah. So, just more vulnerable. <laughs> oh, um, before I forget. Um, got a gavel. Dude, uh, I was looking at those today. <laughs> it's not great, but it's a gavel. I mean, sound waves. <laughs> it's too high pitch for a gavel, right? You want, yeah. You, you want, want donk. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but hey, this was Amazon's uh, selection, so this is what they said. Great. So um, I guess we start the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Quick. <laughs> I can't do shit, but I know I want to. Maybe if we talk about it, I find shit to do. I got a brain somewhere and you got one too Dabba da da something something to be fucking Maybe one of those counters? I don't know Right, okay Do you know the ones I mean? I think so Yeah, but I'm concerned that while we're gonna I think the convention's gonna be good It's gonna be fun yeah. People are gonna enjoy it But I think people are gonna go away and like watch us in their own time and be like Oh no, this isn't what I like. <laughs> so I'm tempted to, yeah, in terms of trying to gain, we don't really want to get loads of followers. We want to get people, we want to connect with people who are some likely minded Yeah. to enjoy the stuff that we do. And it's like, there'll be some of them at this convention, but if we just try and get everyone to follow, I think lots of people can have a bad time. Mm. So, but it's not that bad. Our podcast isn't that bad. <laughs> Listen to our podcast. It's not that bad. <laughs> well, just like in terms of, I mean, we have a dark sense of humor about a lot of stuff. Yeah. But, and there's potentially a lot of stuff that could make people uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. Like, um, I mean, yeah, we've talked about, I mean, it, it's, I mean, say something like abortion. We may discuss abortion. There may be somebody who listens to podcasts not to hear about stuff. I'm just waving a scabble. It's a weapon. <laughs> That's what's going on. Um, that's what's making people uncomfortable <laughs> well you know t- talking about those kind of stuff I mean we don't do stuff to be offensive which I think some podcasts have got a, no. a, a name it's for like uh, shock jocks yeah or like just they wanted to we're talking about this because no one else will and that's what they they're trying to amp that kind of thing we don't really no. do that no it's just we talk about a lot of stuff in a very <laughs> jokey way talk about the stuff that we normally talk about when the mics aren't here yeah well, I, I, I had a Bill Burr moment of um, I was uh, speaking to my mum about the podcast about Your stuff. Mother? Yeah, she's she's um, she was talking about some stuff, and I said um, I found it funny that my sense of humour is so broad that you could call it a mental disorder <laughs> because like I laugh at stuff that you shouldn't, right? Yeah. And she goes, "Yeah, definitely." And I said, "Well." Look, but this way, I think it's healthy. And I went through how, you know, how we were all crying when we put my dog down, our dog, family dog down uh, when I was growing up. 
and it was luckily it was at a point where the dog was it was the, it was exactly like 16 yeah her skin was falling off it was time and uh <laughs> but it was all very distressful and very sad but it was funny because um after they after the vet put the dog down she said um you know do you want a moment alone and there was kind of a stunned silence i've said this story before that's so why i'm kind of glimming over it she mm. said do you want a moment alone with it and we, we weren't sure so stunned silence said just in case you do the dog will um empty its entire bowels in like like 50 seconds <laughs> and uh, just that that made me laugh because of how ludicrous and inappropriate it would be yeah because we're all sat here grieving and sad and then if the vet just told us that before they killed our dog we yeah. might be able to spend a bit more time <laughs> yeah would you rather spend time with the a lo- dog while it's alive or would you would you, would you want to play with the corpse a bit play fetch it was just <laughs> so and that made me laugh and when I laugh, my brother laughs because he yeah. sees it. And, and then that made the whole thing way better for me. But my mum did have a good time of it. And she no, was like, no. that's uh, that's pretty horrific. Like, no, you shouldn't laugh at that. Like, no, you shouldn't make any jokes about that. So we'll talk through it a bit more. And you go, well, what's the alternative? Do you want to feel sad for the rest of your life? Or do you want to put things in perspective? Accept that it's terrible. Accept that life can be terrible. And accept that you're going to have to carry this around for the rest of your life. Mm. So it's healthy to laugh at everything. It's just difficult sometimes. So there's lots of stuff that we laugh about that maybe we shouldn't. And I'm just, cons- yeah, the, the big thing about going, because <laughs> we're going outside, right? I've gone outside before. You haven't been outside yet. I don't know how you're going to handle it. What? Like outside with the podcast. Oh, right. Okay. Right. Yeah. Um, so it's like, yeah, getting and talk to people. It'll be a good show. I think we'll have a lot of fun mm. riffing with people, trying to, you know, I don't know, piss about with Boba Fett, all that <laughs> kind of stuff. Because yeah. I think we're, they'll be walking around and stuff, loads of stuff to have fun with. It's just, uh, yeah, the burden of getting people to listen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because you don't want to trouble anyone. No, and that's the thing. When we, when we first started taking it seriously, we were like, well, when we do our promotional videos on Facebook and the social media... But there's friends and family that have given us the generosity of giving us a like, and then we're going to show them a video that they might make them uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, should we have a warning? Should we have a sign? Should we say adults, you know, sensitive themes? And we're like, to us, it's not. So I think we just have to risk offending some people. Yeah. And it's the same thing with... um, us doing redactions be like we're not intending to hurt any, anybody we're not intending to spread any false facts which ge- all these articles are genuine we may talk about and riff about stuff but if we find out we're wrong we'll go back and write it yeah and if we've upset anybody we'd like to talk to them and try and help them with that in any way so it's just a case of i think maybe we should ask people we've been trying to figure out what the past podcast is and it's like it's a kind of a news show it's just a hangout it's a, it's a podcast <laughs> but to me, this is what a podcast is. All the podcasts yeah. I listen to are this. Yeah. But other people are like, well, I, I listen to a bird watching podcast. It's like, yeah. okay, good. But but the I, I think the difference is that this is this is the starting point of what we do, as opposed to the podcast that we listen to, where it's like, I'm a stand up. Come and listen to my podcast. This is like we're yeah. a podcast. We we don't really do anything else. But I mean, take Bill Burr's podcast, right? That's yeah. one of our one of the ones we both listen to forever. You go, how would you describe that podcast? It's just Bill Burr just talking to people, just putting on a little intimate show for um, on his podcast. Yeah, stuff that he's found funny that week. It's just a rant thing. Yeah, 
And you go, well, all right, well, is that, you know, how does he market that? You go, he just doesn't. He just does it. Mm. And that's what it is. And I feel that's kind of what it is. But in terms of, yeah, podcasting people and what it is, trying to figure out what the hell we're doing. I think I think we just should uh, open it up to the public in, in our opportunity to, at this convention. Just to ask people, what do you, what do you think we are? What are, <laughs> what are we doing? What are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing? How would you describe it? And um, yeah, is there a, the big thing I'm interested in? Because I'm always interested in it as a conversation. Because I don't think I know it. But what, is there anything that you shouldn't joke about? I think that's just it's an yeah. interesting topic. And there's definitely people who think that you shouldn't. And it's like, well, let's just talk about it. What would what would it be? And then can we make that funny? And then that could be a minute month. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Us doing the thing that would greatly upset you. Yeah. Trying to make you laugh about it. Right. It's always better to laugh about it, isn't it? Yeah. 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 So, yeah. yeah. And yeah, gavel. So. Gavel. New studio. Yeah. yeah. Kind of. That was yeah. fun, was it? What? This. Do it. It's been, it's, to be honest, I've enjoyed the process of setting it up. Right. Like this this part of it, not the decorated bit. Fuck right. that shit. But the, <laughs> the feng shui. Yeah, but actually, so like setting up the office and like having, like having think like all the audio equipment is in a drawer now. Like that's it's it makes a big difference of not having things trailing all over the place and it cuts down setup time and and like just like even not having the, like the fucking mic arms in my face like all day every day because I can just swing them around the desk. Yeah. Like it, just little things that make a difference, and I think. I feel like it's more aesthetically pleasing now. I can't see your camera. I look better, but I <laughs> I feel better. I In don't. Yourself. I feel terrible. All oh, right. Doctors are concerned. <laughs> <laughs> I had a load of blood taken. They were like, "Wow, <laughs> that's yeah, that's this blood." This is um, you need to start doing stuff. Some might start doing stuff. Like what? Like I don't what? know. I've been, I've, uh, just the demons as well have kind of come back. Angry ones, not sad ones, just right, angry okay. stuff. And it's just like, well, always, I used, I love lifting weights. I haven't lifted weights for a very long time. The only reason that it's holding me back at the moment is there's not enough time yeah. in the day. I work a lot and just getting the, the time either beginning or after, you go, well, that's mm. kind of for my dog, you know? Yeah. So it's, I might start taking my dog to the gym. I don't know. That'd be figure something out. I can set up, I've got a gym at home that I've, built over the years yeah that i can get back it's a bit rusty it's a bit in a in a garage that's too short so i mm. can demolish that there's loads of procrastination i could do but right now it's like uh, i might just like take the two hours less sleep a day and just go to the gym and just right. try and be more efficient in time of what i'm doing so mm. but yeah the time is now i one doctors are scared and two yeah i just i, just, I would just feel a lot better mentally just because the anger stuff just I punched it as the checkout thing the other week <laughs> that I mentioned it was just like well yeah don't know yeah I need to start getting back in it getting back into life yeah yeah I'm 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 feeling a pull towards exercise just the only thing I can I can afford is running because it's free and I just yeah. I don't want to run I want to I want to lift do weights I, do, I, bought, I, I, I gave do weights. you my old weights didn't I uh, I've got I've got some like dumbbells somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've it's... got a gym. If you want to gym, <laughs> <laughs> the only thing is, yeah, just trying to do it outside, and I don't mind doing it outside. But yeah, not for everyone. Mm, yeah, but yeah, there's you could there's plenty of stuff you could do. Yeah, I'm sure uh, there is. I just again just laziness around. Yeah, it. Like, yeah. 
this moment of silence. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, basically, I need to get back on it, and uh, and yeah, I just think I've always been concerned that I'll just become an amazing person again. Oh, that and I was suck. amazing at one point in my life, as in everything. I, I was at a point when I was, <laughs> I peaked young when I was just like. Um, if I get myself into a... I've got an addictive personality, but addictive when it comes to self-help as well. Mm. And there was a point where I was like, no, I'm doing everything everything correctly. Yeah. And then I got in a relationship and then that ended. The mm. productiveness and the relationship yeah. eventually. But yeah, so I just need to get back on that. And it's there's been something that's holding me back, but I'm really feeling it again now. Of like, yeah. no, it would be really good. Good thing to kind of focus on again. And just need to clean up habit make myself more efficient we've spoken about making the podcast more efficient yeah stuff like watching the same shows again like well i'm not watching anything at the moment let's watch another nine seasons of house <laughs> it's just like i know everything that happens in every episode yeah not verbatim or anything but it's like no yeah i remember this one yeah like, there's no point i'm only doing it to have background noise mm. why can't i have that background noise be something else yeah so trying to uh declutter my free time i guess Mm. So, see what happens with that. Yeah, but yeah, yeah you psyched for Stoke on Trent? Yeah, yeah, it's going to be good. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm. I had a weird moment. I've had a few of them. First one was when I had that video of that crying baby about the dead guy in the loft. Uh, made my, my, the first time I used a video segment thing. Oh yeah, I made a promotional yeah. video. I was like, this is this is good. I like this. <laughs> uh, another one when um, yeah, I had a I had a runaway idea with trying to figure out how to. The good thing about having a deadline, because that's what this is, is the deadline of having a, a performance or a convention thing is you have to you have to deal with lots of stuff and you have to figure out lots of stuff. And there was this one point where I was like, oh, yeah, I think I know what the theme's going to be or what the uh, how it's going to work and how do we pre- prepare ourselves for outside and be like, well, let's make it another episode. Yeah. So record an episode while we're there, while we're setting up, like, before it's opened or during or whatever. That can be the episode, and then we do extra stuff with other people. Yeah. Or we do a whole episode with loads of other people, but then it mechanically might get a little bit difficult to manage all that kind of stuff. Mm. But yeah, I had one of those, and I was like, oh, yes, it's clicked. This is going to work. This is going to be good. It's going to be fun. And it's just like, oh, yeah, feels good. Yeah. I had another one of those excitement things about doing stuff. So yeah, I'm, I'm psyched for it. Mm. And uh, we should... And we're taking the cameras as well, so we'll still be on YouTube if you want to watch videos of us. Um, yeah, which we're always on YouTube. Yeah. But um, yeah, we can... Uh, I don't know how people are going to react to us having cameras there. Yeah. I feel like we're going to be the most booth-like of all the booths. When I went there before, it's like shopkeepers have laid out their oh, stock. Oh, right. And there's no real interaction. A little bit. A right. little bit of chit-chat and that kind of stuff. But yeah. we're like bringing people in. We've yeah. got... I've. I'm bringing electricity. Yeah. Like there's going to be screens. Yeah. You know, it's and it's just like, oh no, this is how I would do it. Yeah. And I, I don't know how that's going to be. Yeah. We could yeah. end up with eight hours of footage to edit, which is going to be, which is kind of a, is that a good thing? Nobody knows. <laughs> <laughs> um, Let's see where it goes. Yeah. I mean, it's, no, yeah, it's not bad. I don't, I, I still don't know exactly what we're going to do format wise for a show there. Like whether yeah. that's something that we'll f- shoot the whole thing of, or if that mm. if if it's something comprised of clips throughout the day, maybe I think to keep it simple, we we'll just do this. Yeah. For an hour and a half, we record an episode. Yeah. At the venue early on, 
either because we get there early i think we can do it before the gates have opened we can record an episode yeah while we're there talking about what we're going to do going through what's going on and we can have video a separate stuff of us talking with the public and getting people involved doing interviews with people asking them questions yeah all that kind of stuff would be a separate thing mm. it's then just trying to get that, that that means that we'll have like eight hours of footage of talking with loads of people yeah which is good but it, more work but why have we done this if we don't want to do it more mm. so trying to figure out stuff like that so yeah it'll be fun yeah and yeah maybe they'll be freaked out by the cameras i don't know maybe so anyway are we gonna have birds of prey there might be and they might be distracted by the sparkly images so, any point, if anyone wants to be a guest on the podcast, come to Stoke on Trent and get attacked by a hawk. Yeah. Or if you are a hawk, come and attack someone. Yeah, why not? <laughs> we'll film it. <laughs> Put it on YouTube. Anyway, um, let's get on to some of the news bits this week. I think these count as seagulls. So, some quick fire seagulls. stuff. I can't see. I haven't got a screen this week, so I can't. <laughs> you forgot to redecorate yourself a screen. I d- I d- in fairness... In fairness, it's there. It's it's there. It's in place. Yeah, doesn't work. But the power cord is like a foot long. Yeah. So it's useless. Yeah, I suggested getting an extended power cord, which blew your mind. Getting an an extension. Yeah. Like which is fine. Yeah, get one. I haven't got one. Yeah. We can get one. Sure. I mean, there's one there. It's got the lights plugged into it. Oh, you don't need. Maybe we need the lights. (laughs) (laughs) You got what the hell is that? Which one? Family portrait of man playing guitar. Believe it or not, it's a tambourine. Of course it is. Oh, the little kid's got a tambourine that he's not playing with. All right. That makes sense. Yeah, because who needs to play a tambourine? <laughs> Evidently, I don't, because it's still in the box. <laughs> I, I got. Uh, I, got I, got, I spoke about Fiverr last week. Did I tell you about yeah. the, the logo that came through? No. It's the logo came through. And it was just like, well, this is terrible. <laughs> The whole issue, the whole issue of talking with somebody on Fiverr and just trying to—it's probably the same with all graphic people. But it was like, well, this is not what I asked for, and it looks bad, and it looks very different to your other work. And yeah. It's just like, and to be fair, I was swayed because I came up with a better idea before that one was given to me. Right. Um, so it was like I saw it. I was like, this is totally not good at all. This yeah. is very bad. So, no. But still looking for an illustrator or a graphic artist or something. Can we show it and flash their name up on the screen so people know not to? <laughs> well, it was just, yeah, just, yeah, just no. Just all of it was no. Yeah. Um, but trying to find somebody who knows what the message that we're trying to convey. I mean, it's probably the same for all creative people. Yeah. Trying to understand the idea that somebody's giving, it's which I thought was with, pretty clear. It's, well, the trouble with creative projects is that you kind of have to find someone that you sort of in sync with yeah and i think it's difficult to do that over the internet yeah and just uh you know i think if people we could show them a video clip of us describing it and that might be better idea i mentioned gorilla so we went really heavy with gorilla and then it was just like this is a podcast about gorillas like no there's a there's a gorilla demon inside one of the hosts you haven't conveyed that so it's not not gonna work yeah this is entirely your fault (laughs) yeah Anyway, sorry, that wasn't a very quick fire thing. Quick, quick fire! Fiver! Fiver's shit! <laughs> we want a better one. I got in touch with a local, the local comic place, and they said they'd give us some names of some people, and there'll be some at the, the convention, I guess. Cool. But anyway, quick fire. An Israeli woman who mistook wasabi for avocado at a wedding has been hospitalised with broken heart syndrome. 
So she thought she was having guacamole or avocado. She actually had like a bowl of wasabi. Oh. And and she found it very heartbreaking. Her heart like <laughs> didn't work anymore. She was betrayed. <laughs> she, she got she got an emotional illness <laughs> from eating too much wasabi. Basically, uh, it's called Takatsubo cardiomyopathy, mm. um, which could have been triggered by eating wasabi. Uh, the British Heart Foundation states that the condition which prompts your heart muscles to suddenly weaken can occur at any age, but usually affects women more than men. Symptoms can include chest pain, breathlessness, and palpitations. Am I right in thinking it, it often affects people who are, like, grieving? Or I think so. Something. I think that's why, it's, that's why it's called that, is because it's usually to an emotional yeah. trauma. And maybe it's, so maybe it's nothing buffet. to do with the wasabi, but she's grieving over the guacamole that, she, that isn't there. It didn't have it, yeah. Yeah. She bit into it, was so betrayed. <laughs> like I was, I put wasabi on my nachos. Oh, yeah, great. Didn't. You can eat. So but grieving for her nachos because you can't eat those now. Yeah, now her heart's just really weak. Mm. It's a feel good story. I thought it was a quick fire story. Quick fire story. In uh, another quick fire story, this is the one that I wasn't sure was funny. Two children have been beaten to death in India after they were seen defecating in public. Why would that not be funny? <laughs> because. <laughs> It'll go on to say, just give us a bit of breathing room. We, we make jokes about stuff maybe you shouldn't. That the victims, a 12-year-old girl named Roshni and Avinash, a boy aged 10, were cousins from the Dalit, formerly untouchable community. Uh, they were not, they're not untouchable anymore. Well, maybe they're dead. <laughs> Two men, brothers from the upper caste Yadav community, have been arrested on suspicion of murder. The attack took place at around 6.30am on Wednesday in the village of Bavkhedi, Madhya Pradesh state at almost the precise moment when seven and a half thousand miles in New York, India's Prime Minister was being honoured by Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation for his work to eliminate open defecation. Okay. So in America, the Prime Minister of India, they say Prime Minister? Something like that. Yeah, India's Prime Minister was being handed an award for de- discouraging open defecation. At the same time, open defecation was happening and they were beaten to death. <laughs> if anything's discouraging, Death. Yeah, death's not, pretty discouraging. Not gonna be repeat yeah. offenders. Is that some? Is that award worthy? Well done for encouraging people not to <laughs> shit in the street. I guess. I mean, it's a genuine. It's a problem with I know, society. I know it's a. I know it's a big issue over there, just because in America as well. Oh, I, I, yeah. I, well, I, in America, I've only heard about like, it. Yeah, in San Francisco, where there's like a big homeless problem, but in India, um, I think a lot of it is because most of the houses don't have plumbing. Like they don't, they don't, they don't have there's like public access to water, but the mm. houses aren't themselves aren't plumbed. A lot Fair of them. Enough. Well, you could either shit in your house or, or. get killed in the street. <laughs> <laughs> Police believe the children's attackers took place took pictures of them on their mobile phones before, in quote, beating them merciless, mercilessly with sticks, resulting in death. Oof. Well, at least they took photos of their murderers. Yeah, and they're uh, they're trying to get that done. So that it's was fucking. Is it is it weird that if it was adults, I wouldn't have as much sympathy, but if it's kids, <laughs> I'm just like what? But yeah, you kind of got to go. Kids don't know better, so don't murder them. Yeah, but you go well if the, it just implies I'm that just, this is just. I'm not advocating the murder of no. anybody. Like no. I don't think anybody should have been. But murder to more death. adults. But if you're gonna kill anyone. If you're going to kill anyone to death, kill, kill the adults. 
Beaten with... St- I mean, it could be unintentional murder, but beating someone with a stick for taking a shit. Yeah. If they're under 18, let them do it. Hey, if they're under... One of them was 12. 12 and 10, Jesus I think their ages were. They're under 16. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, shit what you want. Don't shit in the street. It's really uncivilized. Beats them to death with a stick. <laughs> You'll get killed. Uh, that's the quick fire stuff. Oh, this could... Oh, well, yeah, this is technically... Uh, this is technically a video that I don't have in this folder. No, I do. Brilliant. It's, uh, it's a bit... Uh, romantic. Romantic. Nice and romantic. Oh, it's... Longer than I remember it. (laughs) An Atlanta woman suffering from severe headaches, memory loss, and difficulty communicating um, uh, didn't realise until a month after that her boyfriend had shot her in the head. So she was having headaches. You know, (laughs) a bit of memory loss. uh, Couldn't really communicate well. And it was because she got shot in the head by her boyfriend. Um, Oh, so... Did it not, like, wake her up? (laughs) <laughs> the, well, the, I was well, like well maybe she was sleeping but it's like no that would wake you <laughs> up if you're, if, you, if you're alive and well, if you live through it that would wake you up well I seem to remember not really understanding what happened um, in this uh, so we'll read through it like shrapnel like did he not he wasn't think trying to shoot her I, I think it was, it was accidental right but I think it was during a car crash and like neither of them realised that he, he shot, shot her, her in the head. while he was crashing the car. <laughs> yeah, multitask. <laughs> Let's go through it. The DA's office said while Kane and Gordon were fighting in a car. So while they were fighting, crashing a car <laughs> and crashing, <laughs> they also had some firearms. The driver's side window broke, which showered Gordon with glass, causing her to lose consciousness. Gordon's the woman, of right. course. Nicole and, Gordon. And then he shot her. Kane took her to his mother's house where she was treated for what she believed was wound from the broken glass. I couldn't really... It's not very clear, but from this, it seems to say they were having an argument in the car and suddenly the window exploded. Yeah. So maybe the car didn't crash. Maybe it exploded because he shot her (laughs) during an argument. And she just doesn't remember (laughs) being (laughs) shot. When a concerned friend brought Gordon, uh, the woman, to a hospital more than a month later, doctors found a bullet in the rear of her skull. An arrest for her boyfriend was issued in 2017 following the hospital visit, uh, but he wasn't taken into custody until two years later after a standoff with FBI SWAT uh, outside of Atlanta. Doctors have also said they can't remove the bullet from her skull as it might kill her. So doing the opposite of shooting her will kill her. Oh. So yeah, from that, I'd say that he just shot her in a heated argument. I thought, like, they crashed and he had the gun on him and it misfired yeah. and it hit her and they were both confused. It sounds like he just shot her in the face <laughs> and then was like, you've just got a headache. If you shot someone in the face and they stayed with you for yeah. a year and were complaining about headaches, how could you not suggest maybe it's because I shot you? <laughs> Remember when I shot you? Uh, You'd think he... Well, maybe just trying to pretend like yeah. you know, I got away with that one. Like like he cheated on her and she forgave him. Like, yeah. Phew, like, got away with shooting her in the face. <laughs> She's really forgiving. Yeah. <laughs> Can't leave her now. She shouldn't be like, what is, it, what, is, what is it with people being shot and wanting to get back together with their partners? Yeah. Like it was the woman with the ruined shirt. 
and now it's like this woman or, do, or did she not want to go well, back with him uh, well she didn't know he, sh- he shot her she didn't re- just didn't realise she said headache <laughs> well if it was a ricochet they might be afraid of another rebound I don't know if that makes any sense it's a bit of wordplay a bit of wordplay yeah. for you <laughs> doctors ha- yeah the, the, she's fucked anyway uh, <laughs> sympathetic if I got shot in the face I'd break up with someone if I got shot in the face by that person, I'd break up. Well. All right, yeah, look, like, he shot me in the face. We're over. <laughs> no more. Yeah. I can't take the pressure of commitment, not while I've got to live with this bullet in my brain for the rest of my life. <laughs> You've probably heard this one because it's very Steve. Well, it's not very Steve, it's more Nigel. More than 400 Nigels from across the world have gathered at a village pub to celebrate being Nigel. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, yeah, apparently the name Nigel has been on the brink of extinction in England and Wales, with fewer than three Nigels being born in 2016. <laughs> three Nigels <laughs> per year. Yeah. Is that like a measurement of speed? Yeah, there's just like graphs in some kind of war room, <laughs> yeah. just following the names, and there's just like the Nigel crisis. Yeah, what's what's the UK's NPY? Uh, well, <laughs> yeah. Three. Three. Oh, no. What <laughs> panic. Get Greta on it. Fuck off. J- Japan's is zero. So it's like... <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Japan. Not even... Not helping with our Nigel problem. Yeah. Uh, Nigel Smith, who runs the Fleece Inn near Evesham, Worcestershire, said he wanted to do something to celebrate the dying breed. In total, 432 Nigels from seven months old to 80 were at the Nigel Night. There was a, a comedian called Nigel, two Nigel singers, and a woman even proposed to her boyfriend called Nigel on stage. <laughs> To be fair, like I can't imagine a baby Nigel. Yeah. But if someone did call their kid Nigel, I'd probably be like, "That's that kid's a legend." It's a good name. Yeah. Yeah, but it's not. Like it's not, it's not more socially popular. Yeah. I guess. But because of that, Nigel's just a funny name mm. and just a strong name, I guess. Conversation flowed easily because he didn't need to ask anybody's name. Mister Smith said, "Nigel, I'm Nigel, Nigel." <laughs> However, he added it was difficult. Have name badges on. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, He said it was difficult to find anyone by calling their name because then just everybody turned around. Well done for that joke. Yeah. Uh, Genuinely. So (laughs) (laughs) Sounded really bitter coming out of my mouth. Fair enough. So many Nigels turned up, they couldn't fit in the pub and a marquee had to be set up. (laughs) We're overflowing with Nigels. Welcome to the Nigel Marquee. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, it's fair enough. It's fair enough. Oh, in other news, yeah, we you mentioned it before, but in classic pulling teeth style, I think you might not have followed through. Have you run? You were going to run a marathon, weren't you? Did you run a marathon? Uh, yeah, no, I didn't. No, you didn't do that. Well, good thing you didn't. A Kansas runner has half. died after being hit by lightning as he neared the finish line of his thirty-one mile marathon. See, that could have been me. <laughs> if anything has changed, getting hit by lightning in a marathon's change, climate change. <laughs> Oh, lightning's that's a, hilarious. That's has a always sign been funny. from God. Yeah. Like that. It's always been lightning's been a running th- been a common theme in our podcast in sense of humor since episode two. Yeah, I think. Oh, with the deer on the hill. Yeah, in Norway, yeah. something like three hundred deer got hit by lightning and all just died. <laughs> and there were like others left dying, and it's yeah. just like that. It's a horrific. Imagine seeing that. Imagine being at a marathon finish line and being like, you can do it just a little bit. Bang! <laughs> <laughs> Fuck! Fuck! <laughs> uh, 
and they're usually for charity, right? So yeah. God <laughs> didn't want, didn't support those charitable yeah, no. courses. Well, he didn't finish, so no money for no. the kids. I hate Great Ormond Street. <laughs> <laughs> No, no money for Great Ormond Street, please. Bang! <laughs> You're so unlikely to get hit by lightning. Yeah, when it's... running as well. I don't know whether that makes it more or less. I guess there might be some more energy in you to be attracted <laughs> to lightning, to the sky. But like, it's a marathon. There's going to be trees and stuff that it could maybe hit. Although maybe it doesn't yeah. hit trees as much as it's just a fact that there's like does. there's there's crowds of people and like. <laughs> The and one yet person you're in the doing streets, a good thing. And it's the one person in the middle of the otherwise empty street that gets hit. Yeah, who's just got their second wind as they've seen the finish line and been yeah. like, oh, this has all been for something. Yeah. <laughs> just bang. Harsh, but that's... You see, that's an example of the, maybe people don't want to hear that yeah. or don't want to joke about that. But that's fucking hilarious. <laughs> right? <laughs> If I if I'm gonna and, and when I say that I'd I'd love for if I was gonna die like that I'd be happy dying like that that'd be a great way to go yeah that's not a like that's a, that's a pretty good gravestone but it just has to be worded properly <laughs> yeah ran to heaven or whatever because <laughs> <laughs> it's not at his expense I guess it is because we're making light of the grief of these people yeah but if you if you died because you got hit by lightning <laughs> I'd be fine with that yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because it would just be a it would be a constant laugh that's happening of this horrible situation, and it's because I think what it is to knuckle this down very briefly is the reason people don't want to laugh about stuff is because they feel like um, you're taking away from their pain, or you don't want to. Uh, they're trying to avoid the reality of death is what I think it is in yeah. this example. And if you accept that death is inevitable and it's going to happen, and life is a bastard. There's nothing you can do about it. If you're going like, oh, um, if we don't make jokes, maybe his family will be happier. You go, I can kind of see that. But if if if, uh, if people make jokes about my dog and how my dog died, that story makes me laugh every time. Helps me get through the whole thing. It's mm. just a case of not trying to hide away from it, I think. But there's a, and there's a good reason for people to hide away from things. It's just not permanently. Right. Sometimes you need your own space. And that's where you get all these insensitivity, trigger warning kind of stuff. Stuff like, take something like homophobia, right? Homophobia is a hate crime. It's a terrible thing to do. But someone's resistance to homophobia needs to increase if they're to exist in the world, mm. right? So when you're first at your most vulnerable and raw, yeah, you may want to hide yourself away from all the homophobia going on in the world if it's inevitable and you accept that people are bastards and there's always going to be some dickhead on the internet that's going to throw insults. Yeah. When you first when you, when you first realise you've got that vulnerability, you may need to hide away from, from it for a while. But if you want to function in reality, in the real world, and, and interact with people on the internet, you're going to have to accept that people are going to be homophobic. Mm. So you just have to build up your resistance. So yeah, for a brief period of time, if you're grieving, for example, then yeah, maybe this might not be the right thing for you. Might be. That's in laughing about it, whatever. But yeah, you need to be brought back into the into the fold, I think, yeah. of general population where you have to be like, yeah, he's a dickhead. You just have to laugh it off or make fun of him or you can't let it affect you as much as it will, as it does forever. Mm. You need to build up resistance. So yeah, lightning included. <laughs> there are reports of strong to severe storms in the region ahead of the race. 17 others... Oh, in the US this year, 17 people have been killed by lightning. In a Facebook post on Sunday, organisers of the Flat Rock Race wrote, Thomas's family said that the chances of being killed by lightning 
strike or about one in a million. And, I'll add regrettably, Thomas was truly a one in a million guy. Right. So, one in a million guy is going to die in a one in a million way. (laughs) (laughs) Unfortunately, regrettably, he was a one in a million person, so that's why he got struck. In a way, he's very lucky that he was killed. (laughs) Yeah, very fortunate. Lucky but unfortunate, Mm. put it that way. Uh, They're raising money in a fundraiser to help the family. Again, another good thing to do. You go, something shit happened. Laugh, well, we'll laugh about it, make people uncomfortable. But yeah, donate money if you want to help them out. Mm. In other news, in other romance news, was that a romantic story running a marathon? I think so. Run 31 miles. Yeah, why did that come under romance? Uh, Because I didn't organise my notes properly. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't think about the videos before I got here, really. Um, In other romantic news, a Utah woman was attacked by a bison in the same park where her date had also been gored by a bison. Oh, there's the romance. (laughs) (laughs) It's always vague. It's like romantic. romantic somewhere. So they had a date here somewhere. Yeah, so yeah. a guy and a girl went on a say it was their first date. Yeah. The guy three months ago went on a date to the same park and got gored by a bison. <laughs> I know, I'll take my date here. <laughs> where I got hospitalized by this wild animal. <laughs> yeah, I guess that would be a story you could open up with, like how have you been it's a conversation. What do you do yeah, gored yeah, yeah. by a bison? What's with that horn sticking out of your chest? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Why are you angry at my red scarf? It's like, oh, it's just leftover bison. Um, yeah, I can sh- I can take you to where it happened, actually, and uh, can talk you through it. Let's <laughs> get attacked by another bison. <laughs> oh, I hope that's exactly how it happened. It was actually right here, and I made this noise. And then just suddenly, where have you gone? <laughs> So was she attacked this time? She, yeah, they took right. it. They take it in turns. Uh, <laughs> Kaylee Davis, twenty-two, was taking a sunset hike off Friday on a trail at Antelope Island. Is there many bison <laughs> on Antelope Island? That's why you don't expect to be attacked there. <laughs> yeah, if anything, I'd expect an antelope. Yeah, I didn't know bison could. Sw- oh no, everyone knows bison can. Sw- can they swim? I'm surprised that reindeer can swim, but that's a whole thing for them. I they think, swim like loads. I think most animals can swim. Makes sense. Yeah. She stepped off the path to steer clear of an of, of the animal when it started charging towards her, but it flipped her 15 feet into the air. I go around the bison, like off the trail away from him, and there's actually four bikers coming down the trail. I think they spooked him, she told the news. That's when he flipped me in the air. Even though the attack lasted for just a few seconds, it seemed like a slow mo- it seemed like it was in slow motion. I'm up in the air thinking What's going to happen after this? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, what's going to happen to me after this? <laughs> Same thing. She suffered a broken an- ankle and a badly cut calf. <laughs> after landing, the bison hovered over her. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Supernatural bison on Antelope Island. Uh, yeah, I guess it like loomed oh, right. over her no, and uh, started dead. digging in its hooves to charge again. Oh. But then it just walked away. <laughs> You're boring. I got I got someone three months ago. I don't need this yeah, shit. Get up, get up. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. She's just thinking like while in midair. What's going to happen? Like a freeze frame from like an eighties movie. Well, I suppose you're wondering how we got here. <laughs> it all started in Milwaukee. <laughs> Uh, yeah, her partner, who was previously Gord, that was his first visit at the park as well. Davis and Bourgeau, that's his name, Kyla Bourgeau, I think that's how you pronounce it, said they don't plan on any future dates at the park. Yeah, don't. 
<laughs> no. <laughs> no, you've been twice and it's kind of ended the same way. <laughs> you've, every time you've, the last two times you've gone to this park, Kyle, someone's been attacked by a bison. <laughs> Uh, but they still want to volunteer at the visitor centre, a safe distance away from most from bison. bison. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like the park. Yeah. It's not that area We will volunteer anymore. as long as we can have a court-ordered restraining order on the bison. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, in other news, not so romantic. Um, I don't know. I didn't. wasn't a big fan of this, so I'm going to skip through it. Basically... Uh, I'll try it. Shoppers witnessed a gang of teenagers stamp on an injured pigeon, and it upset some people. Um, I heard the security guard tell them to move, but they wouldn't. It was knocked over. It was dead, but no need to jump on it. So they finished off. They fatalityed a dying pigeon. Did Um, they? uh, Were they okay? In like a shopping centre or something? Were they doing it maliciously, or were they doing it isn't in like a putting it out of its misery kind of way? I think probably childish laughter. Kind of way. Right. Teenagers messing like, about. Like kids pulling legs off spiders and stuff. Sure. Teenagers, yeah. So that kind of stuff. Just right. look how gross I can be to his friends. Still and not it's like, cool, but like... It's not cool. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember an episode of Happy Days where the yeah. Fonz was walking around stamping on pigeons. Yeah. So it's not cool, definitely. Yeah. But for people to be so... I mean, people are like saying, it's disgusting. <laughs> and there were two younger kids with me, so I turned them around. I don't want them seeing that. Yeah. There's a thing, there's there's a few things that I learned from the Klingons. Um, and I think one of them is the, is death. We're talking about death a lot today. Um, but yeah, there's this whole attitude towards um, like seeing something like a dying animal and people trying to hide people away from it. Yeah. And uh, in the Star Trek universe, when something dies, you have to witness it to honor their death kind of thing and to accept that this is what happens. And you kind of go, yeah. So there's a, can I do spoilers from 1991? <laughs> <laughs> Don't think I That's should. Right. Um, but yeah, like uh, if a close loved one dies, and I think one of them was murdered, then um, yeah, that even like children should be shown to like, no, you need to face this and honor this. You need to. This is now part of you. Like you need to hold this in your memory forever to honor the person, and because you need to find some kind of justice for this. Right. You can't hide from your legacy. I guess is maybe what the episode was trying to say. Right. Which I think kind of makes sense, right? I think you've got to accept... It's that whole thing of, well, how damaged do you want to be? And mm. I think it's better to be damaged in a lot of ways. It's definitely not better to be damaged in some ways. Yeah. But if if you meet somebody who isn't damaged at all, who's been protected their whole life, or just had, by coincidence, not seen as much of the world's negative side, you feel I feel like they're at a disadvantage. I feel like they're okay going through their lives, but then haven't like in they they're not very deep. Yeah, which is okay for society, but on an individual basis, you can have a conversation with them. Mm. You couldn't uh, they're not going to be um, world changers in terms of the creative world. We'll say that. I'm sure like you can be a great engineer or a researcher. You know, there's loads of fields that you can excel in whilst being very sheltered from yeah. life's badness. Yeah. But in terms of like a, a a good person, a good friend, for example, I feel like you need to exercise your empathy and exercise a load of understanding stuff, which which unfortunately you only get through trauma. Yeah, yeah. It's but just that weird line of how trauma killing animals a serial killer thing. 
torturing animals and killing them, yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, this was already dying, and it was done in, like, a jokey way. I can understand. I had a friend who kicked a dead squirrel for a laugh. He said he felt bad about it, and he said it's going to recur in his dreams and when he goes to hell. Yeah. Like, that's going to be on the big projector screen when he arrives at the gate. Yeah. It's like, why am I here? Well, you kicked that dead squirrel. I, th- I think I, th- I think a lot of people have had experiences of accidentally killing something. Yeah. Like, you, like usually animals, where, the, where the, like, you've been fishing and, like, and you... I don't know, you've fucked with the fish, like, just the way yeah, you've yeah. taken it off the hook or something, or you've... Like you've accidentally trodden on something, or you put your shovel through a worm, and that like this was anything. already dying. This wasn't like yeah. it was flying by and they grabbed it and killed it. This was yeah. like it was going to die. It was already, I, it might have already been dead from what they've described. Mm. And he's just uh, mutilated the corpse of a pigeon. Yeah, and you go like, yeah, it's a bit disgusting, but I'd argue that's what happens. Yeah, yeah, I'd just be like, yeah, you need to, you don't need to see it, but you shouldn't hide from it. Mm. Kind of be like that's okay. So yeah, yeah, I'm not sure about that one. Anyway, it's it's just, it's it's, it's uh, yeah. I mean that 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 pigeon's gonna come back as a bison anyway. So. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> want his dating life. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, lastly, from me, I'll try and keep it short. But oh, um, I'll remember this one. Feel good stories. Feel good stories. I was dragged along by a train at 75 miles an hour. That feels good. That was a good story. (laughs) (laughs) See how this... I like these, because to be honest, this is kind of how the podcast came to fruition, was through stories like this. Yeah. As in, I'd been... I was living in Manchester, I'd come and visit you, and I'd tell you about all the stuff that I'd found funny, which is basically articles like this. Yeah. And then I told you one story that was really funny to me. Then later on in that week, you said you heard Kevin Smith tell that exact same story on his podcast. And it was about like a guy's vendetta against a, a crocodile. Yeah. yeah. And it was yeah, like, yeah. we were both saying it in the same way. It's like, oh no, yeah, it's been quite fun. Maybe we should try doing a little bit more about this. And it's just mm. these amazing epic stories that happen. Yeah. What, to, to real people that give trauma that make them more interesting people. Um, but it's just a bit more insane. So yeah, this woman got dragged along by a train at 75 miles an hour. <laughs> she stepped off the train. Oh, it's written in the first person. I stepped off a train in the German town of Germersheim, where I was studying to be a translator. I got on my bike and was about to cycle away when I noticed another woman trying to board the train. So, still on my bike, I stuck my hand in the closing door to keep it open for her. But instead, the door shut and trapped my arm. (laughs) She's like on a bike and in a train. (laughs) (laughs) They both cried for help, but people on the train couldn't hear them because the windows were sealed. Sound... The only thing I can think of is that... You know, on like the bigger trains, you have like a, a carriage door that's like the toilet and the buffet, yeah. and then there's people further down. Maybe it was a door like that where there was just nobody nearby for a little bit, so they weren't like looking out the window and seeing two screaming women. Yeah. <laughs> and you get like quiet carriages as well. <laughs> oh, shush. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying, if they're on the outside, you wouldn't necessarily hear them. Yeah. Uh, the driver's cabin didn't have rear view mirrors and her wrist was clamped by the door with my entire hand inside the train and then it started moving it was a sunny day (laughs) (laughs) just to set the scene I'm screaming train's moving sun's out it's a good day I hope everyone's wearing their sunscreen yeah I was wearing a t-shirt and a jumper knotted around my waist long trousers sunglasses and a backpack more dramatic why she's you, got a backpack on. Why are you telling us what you're wearing? It's dramatic enough that she's on a bike. Yeah. I'd love to... Well, no, they probably... 
Anyway. At first, the train pulled me along on my bike. Okay. Then she kicked it away and was dragged along the platform. Oof. I managed to grip my trapped left arm with my right hand and pull up my legs. So, like, yeah, she's in the door. She's grabbed like that. And then she's lift, leg lifted her legs up. So she's just kind of hanging by Christ. her own hand. Ugh. Which is not great. Because if the hand does come away, she just falls under the train, right? Yeah. So, not perfect. Well, you need a... Yeah, you get a purchase against the side of your carriage. Light your abseil in with your feet. And then if your wrist does give way, you just launch yourself with your feet. <laughs> I guess. Uh, I forced myself to focus on trying to survive... Yeah. yeah. Don't start writing, you know, your memoirs. Yeah. Don't no. start <laughs> don't yeah. start thinking about what you're going to have for dinner that evening. No. Focus <laughs> yeah. on staying alive. Yeah. I am oh, 35 I really like years that old. Bike. I bet when I get back it's not going to be there. Yeah, typical. <laughs> <laughs> I am 35 years old. Cool. I had previously trained as a contemporary dancer. Oh, you're going to dance yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Now's the time to reinvigorate yeah. my dancing yeah. career. Susie's got got a wonderful interpretation of the 747 from Norwich. <laughs> People, that, that woman's dancing on the side of that track. <laughs> and I still take tango classes. She's going to tango with it. A tango with a train. <laughs> I also enjoyed indoor climbing. Okay, so she's got an advantage. I'm not 100% sure about the dancing. I know all dancers need to be physically fit Good and strength. nimble, stretched. Yeah. I'm not sure about tango dancers being more so than contemporary dance, but she's got both. As a result, I was fit and nimble. I, I knew it was eight minutes until the next stop Oof. in the town of Spire. <laughs> <laughs> I needed to cling to the train for that long. So good. And I do, uh, when the pressure's on, your brain does help you out as much as it can. Yeah. It's like eight minutes. You just need to be on here for eight minutes. Yeah. You've done indoor climbing. You know the fox trot. Plus, you'll be fine. What's the alternative? <laughs> like you haven't got a choice to not be there because yeah. I think everyone would choose to not be stuck half in a train <laughs> like if yeah. the option was there yeah I'd rather be at tango practice yeah <laughs> I was familiar with the route and knew that there was a curve ahead and I could not remember if it was to the left or the right if it was left I would be flung off the train by centrifugal force don't boast about your GCSE yeah. physics <laughs> yeah yeah, is she? Fair did she say she was German. This sort of feels like it makes well, sense. She's in Germany, starting to be a translator. Okay, but so she's she not might be German. English, right? Okay. Uh, she, well, she might not be German. I'm. Uh, she can't it's be just, German. This is I how imagine. I imagine a German analyzing that situation. It's like, well, I had to calculate the centri- centrifugal force. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you were stuck in a train. <laughs> writing stuff, equations yeah. on the window. Um, a left curve would mean I'd be flung off. A right curve would crush me in the narrowing gap between the carriages. So, so you're not really looking on the bright side. Of no. <laughs> so either way, you're dead. Yeah. Right? Um, yeah, but she lived. Right. Um, I edited out the rest because it was a bit boring. Okay. But she's fine. Well, right. she's not fine. What did she, but what she did didn't she, get did crushed. Did she list or... what was in her backpack or something? <laughs> well, the mental fallout was terrible, basically, is what she's saying. She couldn't sleep. As soon as I closed my eyes, I was clinging to the train again. Yeah. Which makes sense, right? Yeah. PTSD is going to be really traumatic to it be would take you, it would take, dragged by a it train. It would take you like a day and a half just to come down from the adrenaline of that. Yeah. Like, because you would be so fucking pumped with adrenaline during Have that. you experienced much adrenaline? I can't remember. Um, Will mean, you notice like, oh, this is just, this is adrenaline that's just pumping through me? Um, I, 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 used, I used to get sort of come downs from, from doing like stuff, like band performances and stuff like that yeah like stage stuff yeah yeah but nothing but no, nothing like frightening kind of adrenaline 
Were you I don't at think. the... No, you oh, weren't, because I told you about it afterwards. Maybe, maybe maybe sort of car accidents and things, but, like, again, nothing huge. Yeah. I've had a few... When, when, when like, um, there's been a physical altercation or, like, the threat of, phys- of a fight, I've been fired in the moment, but then afterwards, just the adrenaline has got to get out. It's that's a really uncomfortable yeah. kind of thing. It's a weird thing. Like, I'm, yeah, in a restaurant, I think I told a story about it, But, yeah, I nearly got in a fight with a customer. And my manager was like, do you want to take a break? And I was like, no, no, I'm fine. And then, like, five minutes later, I was like, no, yeah, I'm pretty pumped at the moment. Mm. I need to go away and scream and come back. Yeah. Get the energy out. It was weird. You can also get it from trains. <laughs> I couldn't get into cars or lifts, let alone trains. I underwent special trauma therapy called eye movement desensitization and reprocessing. What? It involved recalling my ordeal minute by minute while a therapist directed my eye movements. <laughs> the procedure mimics the way we process events during the rapid eye movements phase of sleep. It took 52 hours of that process and over half a year, but my slow, but slowly my sleep improved. So that's interesting. So yeah. your brain processes a lot of stuff when it's asleep, I think. Yeah. And I guess what this is saying is it does that during rapid eye movement. So why not try and manually force that by getting by going th- by going through the ordeal and moving your eyes yeah. to try and trick your brain into processing it a little bit more? Yeah, and eventually it gets a bit better. Doesn't it seem though that if that process takes like a year, did they say? Yeah, fifty-two like, hours. Yeah, probably so an they did a session two a hours a week. Yeah, like if that couldn't it. Just be that that actually does nothing and it's just <laughs> taken you a year to get over it? Maybe. But science. <laughs> science! I'm all for science. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just seems weird. Remembering the experience is like looking at a photo album. I can think about it without getting distressed. But there's also that aspect of it. Going over your deals <laughs> so that you don't... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do you get distressed when you go over your wedding album? No, I don't know. No, I wasn't stuck at a train. <laughs> there was less train. <laughs> An official investigation into the accident found the door should have stopped when I stuck my hand in. Yeah, but it mm. failed. Yeah, I'd say so. Mm-hmm. I sued the train company for compensation and won uh, my case. My national headlines: I am the reason train drivers in Germany now have to look out the window before they leave the station. Oh well, you've achieved something well, with your life. <laughs> that's worth um, a bike. Yeah. To be fair, I don't know why I'm shitting on this woman. Like, went, yeah. <laughs> went through something very well. Yeah. It was very traumatic and dangerous, mm. but reacted in the greatest way. Yeah. So, yeah, well done to that person who I can't remember the name of, but interesting story. Yeah. Better than the idiot story. <laughs> what was yeah. the other one? Um, I threw my javelin through my friend's face. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, uh, mm. no, you went through something that was could have been traumatic and yeah. you actually did really well with it. So, yeah. Yeah. Support for that person. And that's me for this week. All right, um, I'll play this while I try and find my notes. Steve's collection of useless meanderings. Scum. Uh, I didn't get there in time. Oh. Play again? Uh, No. (laughs) (laughs) There we go. There you go. Um, Snails are responsible for more than 200,000 deaths a year. (laughs) Human deaths. Human deaths. Um... Yeah, no, not like like you've got to watch out for snails because, yeah. you know, they'll... Find you know, and they've got a poison on them or something. Yeah, they'll choke you out. Um, no, they, they eat g- all your lettuce. They, so they carry like a parasite or something like that. Uh, it's not snails over here. It's some, some in Africa or something. But because there's so many fucking people over there, yeah. they kill loads of them. 
<laughs> and this parasite they carry is just deadly. But I would never have. Th- it's it's not it's not it's on the list of those like animals that, that just like the highest kill counts of animals, and it's yeah. like just below mosquitoes or something. <laughs> like mos- yeah, it's nearly competing with mosquitoes, and snails can't fly. Yeah. Act, big up your game, mosquitoes. Yeah, can't can't fly. Never mind, can't fly. Can barely move, <laughs> yeah. like at all. Tortoise in the hair situation. Yeah, yeah. Um, on uh, Fleetwood. So you don't know what parasite? Uh, no. Well, just I've... just put it out there in the world. Snails are killing hundred thousand people. <laughs> Some kind of parasite. Anyway. All right. All right. All right. Well, let's. No, you don't have to. <laughs> Next. Uh, people dying from snails. Disease, uh, snails carry a parasitic disease called schis- oh, schistosomiosis. There you go. There you go. So if you've got schistoscomiosis, yeah. or whatever it is, yeah. you've probably got it from a snail. Mm. PSA. Scum. <laughs> um, on Fleetwood Mac's 1971 tour, one of their guitarists left to get a magazine and never came back. <laughs> <laughs> When he was found a few days later, he'd uh, quit the band and joined a cult. <laughs> I think that's just a risk of the seventies. Yeah, like, don't 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 wander off. You might join a cult. <laughs> yeah, well, I think um, Noel Fielding had a story he told about he was doing a tour with the Mighty Boosh, I think, and he just got really wasted one day and ended up working in an antique shop or a vintage clothing shop, I think it was. <laughs> and like it just like he didn't. Re- it was one of those things where it's like one thing and then another thing and then another thing, and then like after an after a house party, it's like oh shit, I've got to go open up the shop. And Noel was like, oh come, oh help, oh come help, we'll all help. And then everyone else just kind of left, including the person who worked at the shop. So Noel just kept working. He just stayed there. <laughs> like manager came in, was like, who are you? Yeah. Aren't you aren't you Noel Fielding? No. <laughs> I just work here now. And then his tour bus turned up. He's like, I've got to go now. <laughs> just like, it's supportive though. Yeah. Helping other people. In yeah. I, d- I don't have any stories like that. I think my life's entirely too sensible. I think mm. I, I, my, my thoughts are all inward. They're never things that I've really kind of enacted onto the world. Yeah. Well, but this way, I think there's part, there's part of me that will run with a story as much as I can. Because I find it really funny. If someone was in the street screaming about something dramatic, I'd go out and get involved. Yeah. But there's part of me, as I get older, that's more like... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, just, I'll just watch this unfold from the window. Yeah. Whereas, okay, no, you get involved. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe you've reached that stage because you're six months older than I am. <laughs> maybe. Are you a glimpse of my future? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've peaked. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um... Oh, uh, during the Battle of Lexington in the American Revolution, there was a tense ten-minute standoff between the British and the Americans. A local mentally ill man took this time to wander between both sides to try to sell hard cider. <laughs> cider? C- <laughs> Anyone want a cider? Everyone's got guns, just all... Just this, <laughs> just this ill guy just wandering down the middle, like, offering people cans of Strongbow. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, just like yeah, just try to ease the tensions a little bit. Yeah, I don't know whether he's motivated purely by profit. If that was the case, he wouldn't be stood in the line of gunfire. Yeah, you don't get much profit when you're dead. So I imagine he's more just like, like, oh, for God's sake, everyone's being so dramatic. 
<laughs> drink. Everyone drinks. Everyone's fine. Yeah. Shut up. This has been going on for a while. Yeah. I love doing that, though. What? Like, when there's a really tense Diffusing situation. Confusing situations with cider. <laughs> Just confusing it with normality. Have you ever a war? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you know, like, when people... Let's say there's a couple having a domestic argument. It's getting really argue and oh, very yeah. loud. Yeah, I remember. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, and then uh, yeah, just like just be completely ordinary in it. Yeah, just like in the middle of this huge heated argument, like <laughs> fuck you, you're just like your mother. Like you. <laughs> you're terrible in bed. You gotta see Fargo. <laughs> Fargo is amazing. <laughs> just, it's just a really being really out of place. Yeah, but it's more out they're being very out of by place by being perfectly normal. <laughs> yeah. yeah, by proving just how out of place they're being. Yeah, just be like it's normal. Like yeah, I get it. You're like angry. I'm angry all the time. Yeah. Let's talk, let's talk Fargo. Yeah. Um, when's season four spaghetti? <laughs> you know, spaghetti is not Italian technically tonight. Italian. I don't know. Is it not? <laughs> I don't know. It's some stupid... Yeah, I think it's not. It's somewhere else. Mm. Same as like hoop earrings aren't from Mexico. Some people think they are. <laughs> it's from the Sumar or whatever it is. Yeah. There's some joke about political, uh, cultural appropriation. And it's the whole thing of, well, if you look like long enough, it's from wherever. And yeah, yeah apparently spaghetti is not Italian. I but you would describe would be described as very Italian culture. Yeah. And you go like, yeah, everyone adopts everyone's culture was the whole gist of the yeah. joke. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Uh quick pig fact for you. Oh. Pig fact. Oh, sorry, that tickled me. <laughs> oh, that tickled me. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Big fact. Uh, during Operation Crossroads, uh, this is uh, like a big nuclear test. You can see videos of it on YouTube. Right. Uh, many of the ships... <laughs> Many of the ships surrounding the blasts were populated with test animals. All of them died except pig number 311, <laughs> uh, which was found swimming in a lagoon after the blast, and he went on to live at the National Zoo in Washington, D.C. until he died. <laughs> Got Survived given a, a nuclear promotion. blast. Is that not the most fucked up version of Noah's Ark you've ever heard in your life? <laughs> Just nuke them all. <laughs> Just put all the animals on a boat and blow them up. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, I need to actually understand what you were talking about because I was just right. thinking, oh, <laughs> So, sorry, they, there was a boat? Right, so it's a, a nuclear test site. Yes, I got um, that bit. It's like done out over the ocean. Like, oh, okay. If you watch like nuclear bombs on yeah, YouTube, yeah. you'll normally see this right. this test that they did. So they nuked the boat. They put, they put loads of boats in the water to see the effect that it would have. <laughs> right. Um, and they filled the boats with animals. Yes, okay. Um, and all of them died, except <laughs> for this one pig. He was in a was lagoon. Just found swimming around. A lagoon implies, like, land nearby, which yeah, I guess well, there I would th- technically I, I don't think land it, I, I think it's all, like, like sort of quite shallowish water. If you nuke the sea, you might get a lagoon. Yeah, it wasn't, in, it wasn't in the middle of the ocean, right, I don't right, think. Right. It was land nearby. But, like, what, it got float, it got... <laughs> I, don't know if it, well, I don't know if it got... <laughs> it blasted from the it. sky, yeah. Recorded a soundbite as it was going. Yeah. <laughs> Oh 
Yeah. But yeah, I guess. I guess I did. I wouldn't <laughs> expect pigs to yeah. pig, to survive heat. Well, you'd have they to... haven't classically. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> No, no. You'd have to honour a pig that survived a nuclear blast. <laughs> you have to, to give it, like, a governmental position. Yeah. Well, like Hindus... Oh, it's on the a mayor ca- now. Hindus honour cows that have done fuck all. Like, <laughs> if, a, if, it, if a pig's, like, survived a blast, like, it's practically a superhero. <laughs> yes. Why is this pig opening our hospital? That pig survived a nuke. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> That pig is nuclear war proof. Yeah. Not even like from a distance. <laughs> it was in the cloud. Gotta let him open up the hospital. <laughs> Especially like the radiation ward. Yeah. 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 Hey, that was a pig fact. Pig fact. And finally. <laughs> Sorry, this is what I mean. I laugh too much. It genuinely makes me laugh. I just think, repeat it over and over in my head. <laughs> uh, and finally, the civilian model of the Hummer was made because of the persistence of Arnold Schwarzenegger. This is true. Which I didn't know this. Um, saw an army convoy while filming kin- Kindergarten Cop and began to campaign for a civilian <laughs> version to be available on the market. The campaign is, give me your car. <laughs> <laughs> I want it. Give it to me. (laughs) (laughs) He was in the news this week as well with um, Greta Thunberg. Was he? Uh, Because, yeah, he's a big supporter of her. So Mm. he was like, uh, well, I think she's in America at the moment. He was like, you can borrow my electric car and drive wherever you need to go. Okay. Because he was like, I support your message and up an atom, you know, doing something. (laughs) So it's like, yeah, he's like, I I support you. That's cool. I think it was... (laughs) But I also think he might have just done too many films where he like saves young girls. Like my daughter's in there. <laughs> so like it's like this flashbacks to are you Sarakana? You're trying to stop the, <laughs> the war. <laughs> Get in my electric car if you want to prolong your life. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, 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 yeah. He just wanted a Hummer, so he was the he was the first person. Yeah, which kind of makes sense, I guess. Yeah, yeah, and I suppose. I suppose, like, it would have been sort of a, a pretty much, like, the height of his popularity. Yeah, probably. Um, and... I guess Kindergarten Cop. And whoever takes on... Like, like it, it's Jeep, isn't it, that make Hummers? I don't or know. they did, maybe. I don't know. Uh, but no, I don't think I'm right about that. I don't know. But, so, like, whoever is going to make a civilian Hummer already has, like, a spokesperson... Who they don't have to pay because he legitimately wants one. (laughs) And it's like, yeah, yeah, have one, drive around in it, show everybody, we'll sell loads of them. And they did. Yeah. And again, well, I guess what's next? SpaceX. (laughs) I want the rocket. (laughs) Me, your rocket. Bruce Willis is left on that asteroid. (laughs) I want to get my ass to Mars. (laughs) (laughs) Anything he could do. Just wants to take on other things. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, mm. well, good. So yeah, lots of uh, lots of busy stuff. Yeah, yes, and uh, yeah, convention coming up. That's gonna. It's interesting. It's fun. It's busy. Yeah, it's gonna reshuffle and make us try and figure out what the hell this actually is. Mm. Just to make it so that I mean, just little things like uh, what do we say to people who come up? What are you? We're a podcast. Oh, so do you do X Y Z? No, we. Um, did you remember that guy who got hit by lightning last week? <laughs> <laughs> 
He was running a marathon. Fuck yeah. that guy. <laughs> it's like, we find that's funny, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go talk to the Dalek. <laughs> oh, yeah. Who knows how it will turn out? Stoke yeah. on Trent's a pretty fucked up place. Mm. So, um, be interesting to yeah. see. Uh, yeah, so like it's on it's uh, October, 13th, October 13th, which is a Sunday. Which is the Sunday after this comes out, I think. It's held at Staffordshire University on the Leak Road campus in Stoke. Yeah, near Stoke-on-Trent Station, basically. Yeah. How much um, are tickets for it? Like 20 quid, Yeah, if that. Right, okay. 12 to 20 quid, something like that. Yeah. Uh, loads of people there. Um, I had a, I, I, If you want to get a look at it, I made a feature video about it, which is on our YouTube page. Oh, right. I haven't um, seen it. <laughs> yeah, you have. Oh, uh, you mean bad from guy. last time? Yeah. Right, I thought yeah, you had I a promo done, one for this one. No, I haven't recorded the event that hasn't happened yet. Well, it's just low effort, isn't it? That's just, <laughs> you need to rethink your priorities. <laughs> um, yeah, I made like a 10-minute video of me walking around the con, talking yeah. to a few people. It's a fun little yeah. thing. I've never really been to a Comic-Con. I'm, I'm told it's similar to that, but on a smaller scale, more local scale. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it looks like fun. And yeah, anyone yeah. wants to come along and give us a shout? Yeah, we'll have a big booth in the main hall. Like we'll yeah, with be, a sign and everything. Re- yeah, with a sign. We'll be recording things all day. We're mm. trying to build a cult. Yeah, yeah. If anyone wants to be considered to be a cult leader, yeah. just send us a message on Facebook or Twitter, or I think Instagram has messages, so you can send us one of those, or an email at wisdom at pullingteethpodcast.com. Yeah, yeah. And by the time you hear this, it'll be in like four days' time, Yeah, I think. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Well, right. you haven't done anything for it yet. No. <laughs> I've done shit tons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I'll fill you in on it after the podcast because yeah. there's some stuff that would still be good. All right. Uh, I've been at Sing It Steve. Yep. And I'm at Nick Snip. Um, yeah. Got the at Pulling Teeth pod on Facebook and Twitter. And Twitter and Instagram. Instagram yeah. Uh, you can find the, uh, the Pulling Teeth uh, podcast Facebook page where we put all these articles and things that we've been chatting about. Yeah. Um, Wisdom at pullingteethpodcast.com is the email address. Send yep. us stuff. We will read it out if it's... if it's Well, we'll probably just read it out. Yeah, we've yeah. got a bit of a backlog at the moment, yeah. um, but we are working through them, especially good ideas for the con and stuff like that, and maybe bonus episodes, yeah. stuff like that to work and, with. And um, look for us on YouTube, because someone's spoken to me the other week and been like, oh, you, I really like this. I listen to it every week. You guys should do a YouTube show. It's like, yeah, we, <laughs> yeah. well, we, we, we do. But this is the thing, we're so anti-social, but you yeah. need to be sociable. Yeah. And it's just like, okay, how do we do this? There's loads of uncomfortable stuff that we don't really want to do. But if you want to, and telling people to help us out and watch yeah. us is just one of them. So like, yeah, if you want to help us out, then uh, give us a like, give us a share is a big one on stuff like Facebook and Twitter. Mm. Um, Apple Free, reviews. Yeah, Apple reviews are really good, but they're a ball ache to do. So yeah. anyone doing that is greatly appreciated because even when I tried to review it, it was like, that's difficult. <laughs> so it's a whole Apple problematic thing. Or just subscribe to us on YouTube. So yeah. it's, uh, it's always appreciated. Cool. Um, yeah, and we'll see you. We'll, t- we'll see you at, at Stoke on Trent, I yeah. guess. And next week before. And next week before. <laughs> well, yeah. afterwards? I don't know. Oh, I don't know. We'll see Timeline you soon. Timeline is confusing. <laughs> All right, see you soon. <laughs>